Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. Welcome back to the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. Memory is one of the most amazing things that the human body does. To remember a range of things from years ago, along with something that we might have just done, is complex and something we still don't fully understand. We do know the effects of when memory fails us in diseases like dementia, which are cruel and debilitating. However, recent experiments on laboratory rats are showing promising results of a brain implant that might be able to help those who have suffered from brain degeneration to remember things better. It seems that by applying a tiny electric charge to very selective parts of the brain, we might be able to re-energize the brain. This has only been tried with rats and only with short-term memory too, so the researchers have no idea yet whether this might be able to be transferred to people and restore powers of memory in us. Whenever electricity is generated from oil, gas, coal, and even nuclear power stations, the principle is the same: that heat is generated from a source, and then that heat is used to boil water, with the steam being used to power turbines, which generates the electricity. The same process has been used for decades. So imagine taking the water and steam part out of the equation and being able to generate electricity purely from heat. This has proven a remarkably hard thing to achieve, but it might be one step nearer with a new alloy that is being tested at the University of Minnesota in the U.S. They have formed an alloy of nickel, cobalt, manganese, and tin, which becomes magnetic or non-magnetic depending on the heat applied to it. So although it couldn't create electricity itself, a combination of metals that can be magnetic and non-magnetic could form the basis for electricity generation. July will see the final launch of the final space shuttle, and there'll be more about that on next week's science blog. But one of the problems for all space travel is rocket fuel. You need a lot to get you into Earth's orbit, and then to go to other planets. The current fuel, which is usually a mix of oxygen and hydrogen, is bulky and not very efficient. So Australian scientists are working on plasma rocket fuel. The rocket design would use a magnetic field to accelerate a superheated gas like krypton or xenon, that is the plasma part, to high exhaust velocities, then expel it like a jet engine. These plasma engines wouldn't be any good for taking off from Earth, as they don't have the necessary explosive power, but they would be very useful once in space. It is estimated that in space. Just one gram of plasma gas could fuel a rocket burn for five hours. A working rocket engine is still years away, but the potential could be amazing. Looking inside the human body is never easy or comfortable. 
Doctors can use X-rays or radio frequency waves as in an MRI scan, but if they want to look inside the body, then they have to use probes through your mouth or through the other end of your body. So Japanese researchers have developed the first self-propelled device that can effectively swim through your digestive tract without the need for wires or tubes connected to the outside. Doctors have tried this sort of endoscopy before, but this is the only one that powers itself through the body. It is pretty tiny, less than one centimeter wide by about five centimeters long, so you wouldn't feel much as it compiled images and data traveling through your body. A trip that it would make in just a few hours. Doctors can see images from the device throughout and steer it toward specific areas that they want to inspect, like for possible signs of colon cancer. Altogether, a much more effective. And less invasive way of checking inside the body. If, like me, you have tried to learn the guitar before, then you'll know it's pretty hard. The combination of chords and fingers and strings is not easy. So some pretty smart researchers in Japan have developed a wristband that you can wear, which generates electric pulses in your hand to make your fingers contract, just as you do in order to play a chord. It isn't a strong contraction, just a gentle nudge to remind you which fingers to use to form whichever chord you are trying to play. So although it won't play the guitar for you, at least it might make it a little easier to learn. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the science blog for this week. Read it back again on the Teen Time website, and I'll see you next Thursday evening for a space shuttle special. Teen Time presents podcast on demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time podcast on demand.